0: The volume. This
2: is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
3: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, November twenty-first, Thanksgiving week. Uh, we got an early treat, ladies and gentlemen. Eagles Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Strong, strong case for the game of the year. Just a tremendous football game, ending in absolute chaos. And um, I have, the takes are going to be uh, spicy here. Um, the game was so good. So much happened. I think you can have a lot of takeaways, many fair, some surprising. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, in the Super Bowl, came back from down 10 against the Eagles and won. Monday night football, the Eagles were down 10 at halftime, came back and won. But the weird part is you could argue the Chiefs were the better team. Uh, this is crazy. I took a screenshot in uh, with nine minutes left, okay? Three-point game, and the Kansas City Chiefs had dominated the first 51 minutes. The Eagles, with nine minutes left in the game, had 11 first downs, 150 yards of offense, 3.9 yards per play. With nine minutes left. The the Chiefs' defense was tremendous. McDuffie everywhere. Two sacks. Two tackles for loss. Chris Jones, they couldn't block him. He was living in the backfield. Maybe the Chiefs were totally dominant. But they had two red zone turnovers, the Chiefs. Um, Travis Kelsey had one that was extremely costly early fourth quarter. Mahomes had a bad pick when he was force-feeding Justin friggin' Watson. Uh, Don't get me started on why Justin Watson... Who, if you if he delivered like Domino's Pizza to your house, you would not know it was Justin Watson, whoever the hell he is. Eleven targets in the game of the year. Like, what do we? Is that where we are? And and that's why I think he had the drop on fourth and twenty five at the end of the game. That's a, an official drop. Um, you had MVS with the dagger touchdown drop right the play uh, two plays before, just unfathomable. And you know my bro I'm watching with my brother. He's in town, and he goes, "Well, it's raining." I'm like. Did guys be getting paid millions of dollars to with one job, literally one job, catch a ball. The ball was on his hands. And, and you know, when I'm playing uh, volleyball with my kid in the backyard, and if he's only able to stab it with one hand and you make an attempt, okay, you made an effort. If you get two hands on it and hit it all out, wacky, like, that's bad. MVS got two hands on this ball. Mahomes, perfect pass. By the way, Mahomes did not complete a pass over 20 yards all night. Eagles defense, Eagles secondary kept everything in front of them. A good strategy. And MVS breaks free, beats Roby by like three yards, drops the touchdown. Uh, Kelsey also dropped one on that drive, so they had three drops on the final drive. Now, officially, they're saying five drops for the game. That seems super light. It had to be six or seven, maybe eight. I mean, this is a real thing. And I I think you could come away with two takes that are reasonable, fair-minded, and any football fan who watched that game would agree. Number one, the Kansas City Chiefs are no longer the team to beat in the AFC. They played outstanding at home. Turnovers plagued them in the red zone, and the drops are a real thing. This is now three straight games they have been blanked in the second half. Like blanked, like no points. And they were already the lowest scoring second half team in the NFL. I had glossed over it. Ah, it's no big deal. Come on. You're up 21-0. Of course, you're going to kind of park the bus a little bit. You know, anybody who's played sports, know you take your foot off the gas. You're up a lot. The other opponent comes back. Historically, Mahomes has been fine in these spots. Not the case this year. Not when you're throwing a, uh, Justin Watson 11 times and, and um, you know, Kadarius Toney and um, Nicole Hardman got hurt and MVS and Jarek McKinnon. Listen, they did a good—what can I say? They did a really good job, the Eagles, on Kelsey. He had a brutal game. Uh, It looks like Bayard was one of the chief um, factors in slowing Kelsey, who had seven for 44 yards. Um, I counted both of his other targets he didn't catch, I thought, were drops, so I had him as drops. But 6.3 yards of catch, like, that's not Travis Kelsey numbers. He was not getting loose. And and I think, as a result, I think you've got to look around the AFC. You see Burrow's gone. Right, Burrow's done for the season. The Browns' defense is awesome, but their quarterback's done for the season. I mean, you look at the Buffalo Bills; they don't have the defensive chops. Uh, you know, maybe they fight with the Eagles this week because Philly's coming off a massive game, and the Bills show well. But they, trust me, the Bills are not a Super Bowl contender in the AFC. And you're like Chargers, give me a break. Texans not quite there yet; the defense is not ready. Jags, I can't really be a believer. So you're left with who? Are you left with? You're looking around like it ain't the Steelers. The Ravens are number one. They just lost Mark Edwards, but I'm sorry, Mark Andrews, their tight end. I'm going to go a little off the board, and I'm going to look at the Miami Dolphins right now and say they are the new favorites in the AFC. It pains me to say that as a Jets fan, but I'm just going to rattle off the next four quarterbacks they face. The Miami Dolphins, who are seven and three, tied with the Chiefs, but they lose the tiebreaker because of the Germany game. The Miami Dolphins will face Tim Boyle this week on Friday, Black Friday, because Zach Wilson got benched. Then the Miami Dolphins will face Sam Howell, who struggled mightily this past week. He's been up and down. Then the Miami Dolphins will face Will Levis, the rookie quarterback of the Titans, who is mired in a two-game slump after he started looking okay. Then the Jets again. Who the hell knows who they'll have at quarterback. They, so that's four wins. They should win all four of those games, no problem. Then it's Cowboys-Ravens-Bills, and that Ravens game in Baltimore on New Year's Eve— will probably be for home field advantage unless the Chiefs are able to get their act together. And honestly, I don't know that KC's going to be able to bounce back from this. Uh, This Raiders team now is kind of plucky. We've seen them fight hard. Um, KC has to, after this excruciating loss, has to go on the road to face the Raiders. And I'll be honest with you, I think the Raiders are kind of sort of dangerous in this spot. Divisional matchup, this is a different Raiders team. We'll see. I'm not automatically backing them here, but... um, I think this is a game that will be a little bit of a challenge. Then KC has to go at Green Bay. Jordan loves playing the best football of his season, which isn't saying that much. They still have the Bills. Uh, Patriots should be a win. Raiders again. Bengals no burrow. And then the Chargers in the season finale. And the Chargers, you know, that could be win and in the playoffs. So the KC schedule looks a little easier, but Miami, for me, is playing better right now. So I think that's the one big takeaway. You can't watch this, see all the drops, see the second-half struggles, and say, that's a team to beat in the AFC. That was a game at home, folks, in Arrowhead. They don't lose at Arrowhead. You don't blow 10-point leads at Arrowhead. And I I think the second takeaway would be, how the hell is Zach Wilson the only quarterback to beat the Philadelphia Eagles this year? I mean, this team did not look particularly sharp offensively. A.J. Brown... One catch for eight yards and was totally bitching at the quarterback uh, for, for a misread and ended up in an interception. Uh, A.J. Brown, like, sh- I think he was shut out in the second half. Like, he did nothing. The Philadelphia Eagles, basically, their their game was uh, Swift. Isn't that kind of funny? That'll be a headline somewhere. Swift beats. Uh, Swift is the reason the Chiefs lose. Like DeAndre Swift was incredible uh, on screen passes, runs. Like, he he's, man, that guy's good. And to think the Lions just moved off of him. Now I know they got dudes with Gibbs and Montgomery, but man, DeAndre Swift looked good. Um, and, and you have, you know, Jalen Hurts on a big drive, fourth quarter. He makes the plays. Devontae Smith was his guy. No Dallas Goddard on the road. It's a great win for the Eagles. Um, we'll see. I, I, I had bet the 49ers in Philly in the uh, NFC Championship last year. And of course, Brock Purdy gets hurt like, you know, early, and that was it. I, I would still lean slightly to the Niners, but this Mufunga injury, their safety, done for the season, just, a, I mean, he basically got his ankles broken and now he's out for the season. And, and on, like, the equivalent of a like crossover in basketball. it's a crushing injury for their secondary. But, Rob, I, I don't know. I, probably a little too spicy. Cheese fans won't be happy with me. Um, I, I am just extremely disappointed in how they can't close that game out. Um, that's what they do. That's what it, Mahomes had, what, four chances? After the Kelsey fumble, and they could do, well, no, I was three chances after the after the Kelsey fumble, and
1: they couldn't do anything. Punt, Jason, punt it, downs, it, If Chiefs fans are mad at you this morning, then they need to redirect and look us off in the mirror because they're mad at the wrong person. They should be upset with Marquez Valdez Scantling. Oh, they should be upset with, what is it, Justin Watson. They should be upset with Andy Reid. They should be upset with Travis Kelsey. They should be upset with Brett Veach. You you should be like in the 100s of people that they should be upset (laughs) with today. Look, there is no good reason why a team that was plus 98 in total yards, plus seven in first downs, and in third down was eight for 17, 47%, while giving up three for 11 for 27%. There is no reason why you should lose that game, except that you have the worst wide right receiving core in football. We talked about this in week one against the Detroit. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I've read on Twitter last night that Patrick Mahomes has had two fourth and twenty plus uh pass attempts this season on the final drive of games each time were hit the receiver in the hands and dropped. Week one, it was Sky Moore. Week 11 now, Justin Watson. Now, that is just an incredible stat. Like that, That is something that you could say that at your favorite bar, make a bar bet and get free drinks all night because nobody would ever guess how many rece- how many different quarterbacks at two fourth and 20-plus uh, conversions and had them both dropped. This Chiefs offense, I'm not going to say that it's broken because anything with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey can never really be broken, but it, it, they have big problems, right? They are the worst— second-half scoring team in the NFL, okay? The last three games that they've played in the second half, 15 drives, four turnovers, zero points. They have scored fewer than 24 points in seven games this season, already the most in any single season for the Chiefs since Patrick Mahomes has been the quarterback. That only happened to them three times last season. In the Mahomes era... The Chiefs are averaging their fewest points per game, fewest passing yards per game, lowest red zone touchdown percentage, and most giveaways per game, according to the NFL research. This team, even though I said yesterday, and I still believe this, their floor is higher than anybody in the AFC because that defense is so good. And when push comes to show, if you have to bank on anybody, you're going to bank on Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And I understand that. Having said that, and I said this yesterday, I'm going to double down again. Their ceiling is nowhere near as high as the Baltimore Ravens and, as you pointed out, the Miami Dolphins because their wide-receiving core is so bad. There is not a single player on the outside that, number one, Patrick Mahomes trusts, and, number two, the defense fears. That entire first half, they were showing it during the ESPN broadcast, the Eagles were bracketing Travis Kelsey saying we're going to high-low him, we're going to in and out him. No matter what he does, there's going to be two guys within five yards of him at all times. So that led to some light boxes, which allowed them to run the ball very well. But more importantly, they said, okay, we're going to double-team Kelsey, one-on-one and everybody else, or in the zone where it's basically one guy and no one else, no other safety help. We're going to dare you to beat us. And these wide receivers, when they either couldn't get open or when they could get open, couldn't hold on to the damn ball. This team, if they've advanced deep into the playoffs, it's gonna be in spite of them. It's gonna be because Patrick Mahomes has a two thousand two thousand seven LeBron esque run where he puts the team on his back and he carries them to the Super Bowl. But,
3: but wait, Ron, That's the only way that it's even gonna possible? happen. How, I, is I, that I don't possible?
1: Know. I don't know. Because
3: I was expecting that tonight. I was expecting it against the Lions. And like, unfortunately, Like, you can't do that in the NFL. Uh, They're ready for him to scramble, right? They bottled up the scrambles. um, And, like, we'll take our chances. (laughs) You go 4th and 25 to Justin Watson. I mean, at one point, that was 4th and 25 to, like, Sammy Watkins. Then it was uh, Tyreek Hill. Even Juju Smith-Schuster, you trust more than these clowns. And he's doing nothing, by the way. And I mean nothing. Absolutely nothing with the Patriots.
0: Like, this is just, this is absolutely crazy. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires. All weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to you, or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be
4: The NFL season is going strong,
3: and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Straight Fire. New customers can score. instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code Fire only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I know a lot of people say in the AFC is wide open, but yeah, right now I would go Dolphins, Chiefs, Ravens. Um, I just, I still have some reluctance on Lamar's, Lamar in the postseason, and that's fine if he, if he does it, great. What does he have, two playoff wins in his career? I think uh, is he one and three or two or,
1: two I, or two? I know he has one. I don't know if he has a second one. It, he, he, he beat, beat Tennessee. Tennessee. Remember, yeah. yeah,
3: on the road, uh, they trailed early. I think Tennessee was the number one seed. Um, in the other year, they lost to the Chargers in the first round. I can look this up real quick. And then their they best lost team, they in lost. In,
1: they lost the first round. Was that the Chargers game where they they had the 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 Lamar Jackson MVP season and then they just yeah. laid an egg in the divisional round?
3: Yes. So yeah, okay. So they lost. Yes. Uh ooh, you're right. He has one playoff win. Yes, yeah, so so you're gonna make them the favorites, Rob? Uh, one in three in his career. I I I can't do that. He has three touchdowns, five picks. Um so you're still you know leaning what the so,
1: game so, is. so but Tua doesn't have a playoff win. So you would lean guys with no playoff success yeah, and, over Mahomes at this
3: that point. That comes back to the whole like NFL scouting. Oh, I've seen this quarterback for four years. I, I'm not in love with him. I've only seen this guy for one year. I don't know what he's possible. I haven't seen his ceiling. You, you get through three, four years of tape. It's like the Bo Nix factor. Uh, Fox asked me to do a mock draft. So I spent, you know, a bunch of the part of the weekend putting together the mock draft, doing research. And it's like, why don't people like Bo Nix? And, and you look, he's going to have 60 college starts, which is insane. His numbers this year: thirty-five touchdowns, two picks, seventy-eight percent completions. I'm like, you start looking at some of the YouTube. You're like, geez, Bo Nix is crushing, and it's like, oh, that's right, because we saw him at Auburn, and then we saw him at Oregon again, get smashed by Georgia by like a million, and it's like you get that impression in your head, like uh, yeah, I don't think so. But then it's like, ooh, J.J. McCarthy. Well, we we've only seen a little bit of him. He looked great against Ohio State last year, and not great against TCU, but he's you know the potential's there. We, smaller sample size. Like, I don't know what two is going to look like in the playoffs. But I'll say this. Um, McDaniel last year, uh, who was the quarter? They had a rookie. Skyler, Skyler Thompson. There you go. Thank you. Skyler Thompson was a quarterback. Buffalo was a huge favorite. And Miami covered that and was like plucky on the road, no less. So, like, honestly, I, I like Harbaugh, but it's just, I just not going to be popular. Right now, I think McDaniel's a better coach because it's an offensive league and I know that McDaniel's scheming up some great stuff when they get fully healthy. Now I saw Han got hurt in his return against the Raiders. I don't know if he's going to be back. Um, Tyreek had a little, was banged up and he said his biggest problem with the injury is he can't play Fortnite this week. That, that's like an actual <laughs> quote. Um, Waddle hasn't been healthy the whole season. So obviously they need everybody, but that, that team is super dangerous because of the offense. Now, you know, can they go to Arrowhead? Can they go to Baltimore, which is going to be crappy conditions in January and win? We'll see. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, it, it just, to me, it feels like, not the KC run is over. I'm not going overboard here. But they've got to invest in wide receivers. Like, they, this is just, you know, I, I you mentioned Brett Veach at the outset. And, I mean, I, you could probably get a little cocky. When last year, they decided, oh, we'll get Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, eh, what's this guy? And he delivered, he was good. And Kadarius Tony, you throw him on there, he makes a couple spl- – I think he had two splash plays in the Super Bowl, like a punt return and one catch or something, something. He had a couple good plays. Yes. So they just assume we could just plug in guys like the Lakers, right? Well, um, last year LeBron made Lonnie Walker, and a couple years ago it was Malik Monk. And now they're like, oh, well, we'll just plug in Cam Reddish. And like, look, like whoever they plug in is working, right? Um, so I think there is a little bit of that in KC. But now the results are undeniable. Uh, I, I thought I heard Aikman say that the Chiefs
1: receivers lead the league in drops. Is that accurate? They do. They do. And, and that's on final documented drops because you touched on that right off the top. The, last night, they only got credit for five drops. But you and I individually counted at least three just in the final drive.
3: Final drive!
1: And, and so apparently the NFL's version of a drop is much more lax than what the common man is. Um, you, I'm glad you brought up Tyreek Hill and then segued into Brett Veach because... A big talking point coming into the season was we well, well last season actually we had to get rid of Tyreek Hill because we couldn't afford him right we we couldn't possibly pay Kelsey and Jones and Mahomes there was no way to do it right now this season Tyreek Hill's cap number is twelve point eight million dollars. You want to know what Marquez Valdez Scantling's cap oh, number dear. is? Don't tell me it's like ten. It's eleven. Oh, my goodness. Okay, it's $25,000 less than Terry McLaurin. And if you just, if you wipe out the guys in the rookie deals, again, because that's not a fair comparison, but guys who have made at least their second contract. MVS currently has a higher higher cap number than Debo Samuel, Chris Godwin, and A.J. Brown. Wow. Like, this... Brett Veach situation where he refused to address the wide receiver position because he's convinced they don't have enough money to pay everybody when obviously they do, they just paid the wrong guy. It needs to be held in the same regard, if not worse, considering the expectations for this team as what the Jets are doing with the quarterback situation. Yeah. Everybody knew that you had a hole there at backup quarterback. Everybody knew when Rodgers went down, Zach Wilson is not the guy and we kept kicking him and kicking him and kicking him publicly and saying, this is terrible, what are you doing? Somehow, maybe it's because he has Patrick Mahomes, Brett Veach has mostly avoided that, save for week one against the Lions without all those drops, and then here in week 11 against the Eagles.
3: Hubris, can we say that? Um, hey, we, we, we got to the Super Bowl, we can just plug in dudes. Um, we We didn't really talk much about the Eagles, Rob, I guess. You know, Hertz on the offense did not look particularly crisp. Um, Hertz did have the one pick, but otherwise, like, it didn't matter. Like, the, the defense was, was pretty good. I didn't think they were exceptional. Um, again, the Chiefs moved the ball. They had the big yard advantage, slight advantage in yards per play. Um, it, it, Philly made the plays when it mattered. I mean, if, if you could win with A.J. Brown going one catch for eight yards, you know, uh, holding Mahomes under 200 yards, they, they only sacked Mahomes once. Felt like the pressure was on in the late. Reddick had a pretty solid game. Yeah, they hit Mahomes looks like nine times according to the box score, but only one sack. Um, Listen, um, Philadelphia's going to be right there. It's weird. The AFC has had so much attrition with the quarterbacks with Rodgers, Dunn, Watson, and Burrow, right? I could look at the NFC, and I know the AFC's done better against the AFC this year. AFC's kind of dominated head-to-head. I think it's... um, it was 33-21 to 21 AFC, head-to-head. But it's weird. I look at the top of the NFC, and I would say, yeah, I think the Eagles and I think the Niners are probably the two best teams in the league, right? And then after that, it's like, I don't know if I trust Detroit. They did beat KC, but that was week one. No Chris Jones, no Kelsey. Um, shit, who, who's the third best team in the league? After the—you would agree, Niners-Eagles, right? Yeah. Or do you have Ravens there? No, I don't have the Ravens there. So Ravens would be three. <laughs> or is Dallas there? I, I don't know. I, I had somebody try to light me up for uh, on, on Twitter. One of these guys at The Ringer was angry because I, I went after him. Because a couple of weeks ago, I was like, some website, The Ringer, had Dak Prescott as the best quarterback in the NFL. Like, that's just nonsense. Like, whatever stat they made up or created or oh, who knows— claim Dak and now another site says Dak is the best and they're like so they were coming after me for saying it like Rob come on man (laughs) you watch football on what planet is Dak the best
1: quarterback in the league he's having a
3: great year we could say that exactly is that the best quarterback in the league this year like stop
1: it's the inverse of the Patrick Mahomes thing Patrick Mahomes you know has the reputation as the best quarterback in football this season is he playing the best quarterback no does he have the best quarterback stats no but that doesn't mean he's not the best quarterback same, like You can look at all the stats you want and say, Dak Prescott, you know, he's got higher QBR, higher passer rating, yards per game, whatever. And nobody is going to tell you that he's the, uh, the best quarterback in football. People don't even think he's the best quarterback in his own division. So how could he be the best quarterback in the entire NFL? As far as the Eagles go, I think there's two stats if you're an Eagles fan that you got to feel good about. Even after, like you said, they were thoroughly mostly outplayed last night. But... The Eagles have started 9-1 and one in their franchise history five times now, including this season. The other four, they reached the Super Bowl. That's number one. Oh. No- number two, the most important one in my opinion, Jalen Hurts is currently on a 13-game winning streak versus teams what? entering the game at 500 or better. That is incredible. The fact that Jalen Hurts, and I don't—I have to go in and look at all these games and look at the box scores and maybe watch some highlights or whatever, but if you're winning that many consecutive, not only does it say a lot about your team and how good they are and how, how stout they are on offense and defense, but I have to imagine if you win 13 straight against teams with 500 or above records at the time, it means that the quarterback play usually favors the winning team. So that means in those 13 games, I would assume at least 9, 10 of those times, Jalen Hurts outplayed his contemporary. That. Now, again, now again, this doesn't count the Super Bowl. This is only regular season. But it's just like – because I, I think Jalen Hurts probably outplayed Mahomes last night even with the drops. Eee.
0: Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires. They bring new tires to your home or work, install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, see their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
4: No more preseason games. The
3: regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last minute, amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. I thought that, you know, Mahomes would come back, go the length of the field, get the game-winning touchdown, and then become, okay, Chiefs number one seed, Mahomes MVP leader. All right, we got exactly what we expected. But Mahomes failed, not his fault. And I don't know, I'm not like a big awards guy. We've still got, what, five, six weeks, six games left. I don't know, Rob. Like, who is your MVP leader? I Like, Lamar Jackson has not played amazing the last couple games. Um, Patrick Mahomes, bit of an egg there. Uh... I guess Jalen Hurts has got to be in the mix. I, somebody's gonna make a case for Jared Goff, but nobody's buying that. My guy, Brock Purdy. Is it time? I don't know. I don't know where we go. I don't want to hear this Tyreek Hill's the MVP stuff. Like I'm just not buying receivers. But I don't know. Am I missing
1: someone? I mean, it has to be Jalen Hurts, right? It has to be. I know he's currently the favorite at whatever your favorite sports book is: DraftKings, FanDuel, you know, Caesars, BetMGM. But Number one, as you mentioned, there's not been a, a statistically at least, you know, heavy, heavy quarterback season for anybody. Like yeah. Mahomes, Tua, Burrow's now hurt. Lamar hasn't been great statistically. Josh Allen, you know Jalen Hurts has two things right from. Number one, he has the best record, right, in the NFC. Number one. Right. His stats are comparable to everybody all those other well, top guys.
3: I just looked at this. Uh nine interceptions.
1: Yeah, I mean, nobody's having a 15 TD passes. Not great. No no quarterback is having what you would consider to be an elite statistical quarterbacking MVP type season. Like, it'd be like Brock Purdy and CJ Stroud, but Brock Purdy is always going to have the Mr. Relevant thing hanging over his neck, so he's never going to get a full credit. CJ Stroud's team's not good enough. So what Jalen Hurts has is the team record. His stats are comparable to the other guys. But I think most importantly is he has moments. Yeah, you the push-push. <laughs> yeah, like, no, or but he, he, he has, you know, this win here against the Chiefs on prime time is a big one. The win against the Dolphins on prime time is a big one. Him gutting it out with an obvious knee injury for several weeks. And, then, you know, those kind of things, I think, percolate in the minds of voters. Those kind of narrative, those moments. Yeah. It goes back to the Aaron Rodgers out beating Tom Brady a few years ago when Brady's stats were much better than Rodgers, but Rodgers, Myers. you know, winning without Devontae Adams was a big one. And then That's having right. the number one C like, that kind of stuff really factors in.
3: Here's a fun fact. I'm looking at um, Hertz's game log, and I know these are counting stats. He has as many sub-200-yard passing games, three, as he does 300-yard passing games. Like, his numbers aren't going to blow you away. Like, it's been a weird year. It feels like if you want to go macro big picture, the smart teams are taking away the deep stuff. They're just keeping everything in front, the two high safeties, which has been a trend for years, and they're not giving up the big play. The only way you get the big play is you get the ball to Tyreek Hill, and he just outruns everyone. I mean, there was I posted the screen grab of uh, the Tyreek Hill catch against the Raiders. He caught it at, like, the 22-yard line, and there were four defenders, and you're like, oh, one of them is going to get him, and he just turned on the Jets. Like, the Chiefs don't have a guy that can do that. Like, Devontae Smith can, A.J. Brown can, but it just hasn't been one of those – so, for instance, I'm looking at the longest pass play that Jalen Hurts has had. He hasn't had a 50-yard pass play since October 1st. Everything under 50 yards, everything's like in close. Again, maybe it just felt like it, but last year it felt like it was just bombs to A.J. Brown down the field. Bombs. and Like, it was just massive big plays. He's just not getting those. I mean, it, it's it been a weird year. I, I, I'm loath to say this. Um... Let me go. Let me let me call up the exact screen grab. So somebody sent me this, Rob. Here are four over unders for Week 12. Are you ready? Hit me. Patriots Giants 34. Like that's a total. <laughs> and the quarterbacks are maybe Bailey Zappi and Devito. Steelers Bengals 34 and a half. Kenny Pickett and Jake Browning. Browns Broncos DTR. Russell Wilson, 35 and a half. Jeez. I mean, these are, these are preseason totals here, 35 and a half. And finally, and I don't know who's going to watch this. I don't know the. I would watch this game, even if it was on red zone, I might change the channel. Panthers, Titans, Bryce Young, Will Levis, total of 37. That's four games under 38 points, like expected, meaning these guys can't do jack squat. The quarterbacks all stink. Sorry, Russell Wilson. He's had a good year, but like he's not a fun watch. Can't get in the like, end zone. Like that was a fun watch against the Vikings, but yeah. what was the other one?
1: He just can't get in the end zone. Like he's been efficient, yeah. you know, not turning the ball over, but just can't get in the end.
3: I didn't really. I don't even know if we touched on it, Rob. I, I thought the Cortland Sutton catch to beat the Vikings was one of the best catches of the year. Absolutely. He just like came from the side and looked like a like he was like Calvin Johnson or something like. Like, that's what it took to make that game interesting. That was a close, bad game. It was like, what was the final score? 17-16 or some crap? It was low scoring. And like, I don't know. Listen, I don't want to be an NFL basher, but man, some of these totals, some of these quarterbacks, some of these matchups, like, it's not great. Like, we got got spoiled on Monday. We got an amazing, just an incredible game. So, Rob, just for fun, I looked at, oh, let's see what the primetime games are this week. Well, it is kind of wonky because it's Thanksgiving, but... Thanksgiving, you get Sam Howell against Dak. You get Brock Purdy, Geno Smith in primetime. And then early, you get Jordan Love and and Jared Goff. Like, n- only one of those games matches up two teams that have winning records. Sunday slate, I'm not even kidding. Jacksonville-Houston is the best game on the lineup. That's real. Like, you look elsewhere. Like, New orleans atlanta um, even Rams, Cardinals, Stafford, Murray in a normal year would be good. Not this year. Browns, Broncos. Like, the, the the games just are not compelling. Buffalo, I guess, Philadelphia. I'm sorry. Buffalo, Philadelphia probably is better. And then Sunday Night Football, Ravens, Chargers should be good. But Monday Night Football next week is Justin Fields against Josh Dobbs. I don't know, man. Like, again, I'll watch it. I'll bet. I've got fantasy.
1: It's just, it's a, it's been a walkie year, No. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you hear those totals, I'm like, leave that shit to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Like, I I don't need to have totals (laughs) in the mid-30s, right? Yeah. I mean, this is one of those things where this is how you know the NFL is king. Half of those games you just listed, or all the ones you listed at least, are bad. They're terrible matchups. If you 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 probably wouldn't want to watch them. It's not going to be aesthetically pleasing. You're not going to be entertained. Right. But because of gambling and because of fantasy football— it's gonna do ridiculous numbers. It's gonna do ten times your favorite Christmas Day NBA game, right? Because oh, yeah. like, people would rather watch bad football than good basketball, I would agree. Wild.
3: I now not not necessarily me. I mean, I, I there was there was some good NBA Monday. I was just not really able to watch it. Right. Um, like for instance, that Lamelo ball against the Celtics was kind of interesting. Now I didn't watch the whole game, but I had it on on the side. I was like, geez, Lamelo Ball! Like, I don't is he good?" Rob, I, I, listen, yes, this he, is he. An
1: NFL podcast. He's is good, he? man. He's really good. I, I think Who the Warriors. Was I? I, was I think some... the Warriors got to regret every day that they didn't they didn't draft. Well, it. for sure.
3: But, uh, you know, he had 36-9-8, and eight and they beat the Celtics. Tatum had 45. But it was it was one of those, like, I don't know that he raises the level of his teammate. Like, is he a winning player in air quotes, which is so tough to define. And I was talking about it with the guy who score keeps in our basketball league. And I was asking him, like, is Lamelo good? He's like, well, he doesn't really make anybody better. And I go, Gil, everybody on our team makes everyone better. And the other two teams that are contenders, they don't have that. They're all, I got to get mine nobody's setting screens, nobody's moving off the ball. It's just, I don't know that LaMelo is a winning player. He's a good player, right? Right. But is he winning?
1: Very, very Zach Levine-ish in that regard. Oh,
3: every, it always comes down to shots. You and Cowherd love to match Zach <laughs> Levine. Uh, but congrats, by the way, to the Warriors. Nice win over the uh, Houston Rockets. Um, you know, my, my kind of quasi-team of destiny. But this is how bad the Warriors are inside. Shen Goon. Went off against them 30 and 13. What are they? Is his nickname the Turkish Delight? I forget what it is, (laughs) but um, I think he's from Turkey. Uh, but it's weird like they can't stop anyone, like they're gonna have no chance against Jokic, and I think 80 is gonna eat him alive. But, anyways, now we're off the rails. All right, great Monday night football game, chaos everywhere. We're back tomorrow. Talk to you then. Infinity
2: presents a new chapter in luxury.